Hey, hello, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I am your boy, Loy Lee. Today is Monday, March 25th in the year of our Lord of 2019. I hope all is well in your end. How is your ma? Tell her I said hi, yeah? Okay, so uh, I was off last week. Uh, I... Uh, it took me a little while. Uh, this chair that I'm sitting in, uh, that if you're listening to the podcast, you can't really see, but, uh, there's a video portion of this now on YouTube. So in the next day or two, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about, but it's this really cool, old antique Indonesian, Malaysian, I don't know, not quite sure where it was from, but we got it for free and, uh, the wicker netting on the bottom was breaking, so I couldn't use it. And I didn't want to get rid of it because I feel like uh, somebody spent hours on it and their livelihood, and uh, it's great craftsmanship, but it's a little creaky. So all of this creaking noise you hear, that's just me adjusting in my seat. Until you guys tell me it's annoying, I'll probably just keep on be using this chair. But I like it. I like it. And uh, so it took me a little while to repair it. Uh, you can definitely see pictures of it on my Instagram, Loyly Comedy. But uh, I went out and bought paracord, which is like the military cord stuff that uh, I don't know. I don't know what you would use it for paratrooping, parachuting, para, para these nuts. I don't know. But uh, I went out and bought some on, uh, on on Amazon and I netted all of it. And it took me forever. I fucked up my hands. Like, I, I bruised, I innerly bruised my fingers and they were sensitive to the touch because I'm not built for manual labor. Like, my body is not geared to do manual labor. So I just am not good at it. So I messed up my hands and it took me like three days of actually trying to net it together. There's a lot of mistakes because I don't know if you know, but chair making Indonesian style is not what I'm strong at. Uh, I've never done it before. And there really wasn't anybody that was online that showed me how to do it. So I kind of just cut out the netting and then paracorded it. And what's, what's crazy is for 30 bucks, I thought I was buying 300 feet of paracord. It's like this nice blue that come in a billion different colors. And I was like, oh, I only need like 300 feet. Let me buy 300 feet. It's 30 bucks. Seems like a lot. Seems kind of aggressive. But I bought it, and instead of 300 feet, they sent me 300 yards. So now I've got a literal shit ton of blue, royal blue, crip blue, blue ball <laughs> paracord, right? I, I, don't ha- I have a whole spool of it. Don't know what to do with it. I made a keychain. I made a lanyard. Uh, I netted this thing, and now I just don't have any use for it. So if you guys have a use for it, let me know. Uh, I probably have, and I probably shit you not at least a hundred yards left, probably 150 yards left, uh, because I'm a maniac maniac. Uh, so yeah, that's where I was. And, uh, I really, really, really wanted to not sit in this bean bag, the red bean bag anymore. And I wanted to sit in a throne to get ready for game of thrones coming out next month. You know, uh, they have the iron chair. Now I've got the wooden chair. I am the king of the east, the Juxing king. 
which I got called out on. Uh, if you uh, were born, ABC is what, like, kind of the more less insulting way of calling it is uh, uh, ABC, American-born Chinese. My parents were born here. Their parents are born here. And uh, so you call ABC American-born Chinese. But uh, if you're a real dick and you want to be derogatory, you call people Juxing, Juxing. And that is basically the same thing, saying like, hey, you weren't born here. You're not Chinese. It, it, I guess as it's explained to me, I don't speak Cantonese. I don't speak Chinese. But like Juxing is... Um, like bamboo, and you know how bamboo is like separated. So you could pour the culture into one end, but it is separate. You don't just because you're Chinese doesn't mean you're Chinese Chinese all the way through. Um, you're compartmentalized, and it's a uh, pretty derogatory. It's not something that I enjoyed being called by people and kids when I was growing up, and uh, so now I just call myself the Juxing King for. All of us ABCs that don't fit in the motherland and apparently don't fit here. If you're too white, or too American to be Chinese and too Chinese to be American, then uh, then you're you're one of my people. We're people. So Juxing um, King, I'm gonna coin that. Um, yeah. And what's funny is I can't even get the proper spelling of it. I don't know how it's done. And I ask some round and people like. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. And I go, exactly. That exactly doesn't make sense. I am going to own it. But eh, what are you going to do? Okay. Uh, now that we got that out of the way, uh, what's going on? Oh, the wife and I, we watched uh, Christopher Robin last night. And um, one thing about my wife that you guys probably don't know is uh, she loves Winnie the Pooh. And, um, you know, it has a, a strong part a uh, strong connection with her, her immigrant, um, you know, ties or childhood and Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin went to the woods and played with stuffed animals because he had no friends. My wife had no friends because she's from another land. Um, so she's very partial to Winnie the Pooh. And Christopher Robin is a new movie where Christopher Robin grows up and goes back. Uh, he ends up going back to uh, Winnie the Pooh. You know, back to the hundred acre forest, and uh, it's like Hook, basically Hook. Peter Pan grows up, comes back to the Neverland. Christopher Robin grows up, finds Pooh again, and realizes that he's been a twat his whole life, and he needs to go back to being uh, a loving individual that Christopher Robin was. And I'm not saying I cried; I did. But uh, it was very, very well. Like it, it played on all of your heartstrings. It, uh, it it hit you right there in the feels, kicked you in the dick. All of it just made you feel like, wow, I need to quit everything I'm doing right now and pursue my dreams and be a better person because um, time's time's going. Time's going fast. Uh, you can't just uh, go about life and um, you can't let, let life get you down. You know, he grows up and he's not fun anymore. He doesn't laugh. Uh, the person that he he was is not recognizable from the person he is. And you go, wow, I need to really get my shit together because uh, you 
got one shot at this. Who the person that you were? Um, how far away from that are you now? The person that everyone loves. Are you that guy anymore? I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm not crying right now. I'm not crying. I'm just saying, uh, put a lot of things in perspective. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Check that out and uh, tell me if you did not at least think about crying for at least a moment. Uh, Because um, I did. I thought about it. Uh, St. Patty's Day uh, was very uneventful, very sad for me. Because I don't know if you know, but St. Patty's Day is my favorite day uh, of all of the year. Christmas is cool. Easter, meh, whatever. And uh, St. Patty's Day, that is the day that uh, that I enjoy. And uh, my wife is a good Christian woman, good Catholic girl that she is. She decided, hey, I'm not going to eat meat. And uh, I'm going to try to cut down on alcohol. And I'm going to stop eating carbs, well, I'll let you know, one of the three uh, is still standing. She's not eating meat. Uh, Get those dirty thoughts out of your mind. She's not eating red meat. She's going pescatarian, which is not a religion. Uh, She had to explain that to me. Pescatarian is basically she will not eat red meat or chicken, Uh, basically fish, shellfish, and... um, She's trying to cut down on alcohol, which I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe from St. Patty's Day, which is the 17th of March, to her birthday, which is in the end of April. Maybe I should just go on like an abridged Lent. Uh, You go, well, Jesus said 40 days. Well, Jesus is going to understand. He's going to have to or not. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't read the bylaws. But I think, uh, you know, he knows where I fall short. Maybe. Just maybe he'll understand. He goes, hey, you know what? I know you're not capable, but you tried. And uh, March 17th to the end of April, that's not quite 40 days. That ends up being like 30, 30 days, give or take. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that'll do. I don't know. But maybe that's what it'll do. And uh, what's great about New Year's is you have come out, you come out strong out of the gate. You know what? I'm going to change. I'm going to have a better year. A new year, new me. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to work out. I'm going to go do that yoga that I've been saying. And, um, and then you fuck up by February. But guess what, Asian people? Lunar New Year is usually right around that corner, right by the time you fuck up, end of January, beginning of February. Chinese New Year comes right around and you go, hey, you know what? Let's take another stab at this. New Year, new me. I'm going to try my best. And then right around March, right around the time you fuck up, Fat Tuesday comes around, and you have Ash Wednesday, and you go, you know what? New year, new me. I'm going to try to do better this year. And I think, you know what? It comes down to, like, just just keep on trying. Try until you fail, and then pick yourself back up again and do it over again. Start at the beginning. If you went 10 days, go 12. And you fuck up, you get back up. You did 12 days, do 15. By the next, by the next thing you know, you're going 30 days straight. New year comes around, and you go, "Hey, you know what? New year, new me. 31 days, right? It's not about being successful. It's about trying, people. Unless it's comedy, then people don't want to see you try to do comedy. They want you to actually do comedy. So uh, 
That's that is Lent. How's your Lent going, huh? How's your 40 days, 40 nights going? Did you give up red meat? Did you give up the devil's brew? Did you give up the cocaine? I don't know. What'd you give up? Um, for Lent, I gave up resolutions. I just stopped resolving. <laughs> I just said, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna just, I don't know, maybe start over again another time. Maybe 40 days of no resolutions. That sounds about right. Like Lloyd, that's not how that works. I don't know. I didn't write it. I didn't make the rules. Just give something up. I gave up resolutions. Jesus would be, I mean, happy that he made me this smart. (laughs) Tell me what your uh, resolutions are. And uh, I'll tell you uh, how much I would not be able to do that. I'm not disciplined. I'm not disciplined at all. Like, uh, I'll stop eating carbs when carbs are no longer accessible. Like, if I got to go hunt for carbs, I'm not. Pff, fuck it. I'm going keto. You know, when uh, when I got to go hunt my own deer with my bare hand, hands and rocks, then just then maybe I'll give up. Maybe just then I'll, I'll give up red meat. You know, if I got to go find my own hog, guess what? No pork in my life. Those, uh, that's how, that's how my, uh, that's how my resolutions should be. My resolution should be, Hey, uh, put forth an effort. I'll run. I'll run when I'm being chased. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tell me, tell me what your resolutions are. Tell me how much of a better of a person you are than me. And, uh, maybe we'll be friends just maybe, uh, what else is going on? We're 13, 14 minutes in. Uh, baseball season starting. Baseball season is around the corner yet again, and I'm excited. I don't know if you guys know, but I am a big baseball fan. Uh, I get the MLB package, which if you are on T-Mobile, you get all of the MLB package for free. That's like $150 uh, value. You get it for free. You should probably do it because not only do you get to watch every single game, Uh, There's a lot of features on there, like being able to listen to your team's commentary, regardless if they are home or away. And uh, I think that's key because uh, I'm a huge fan. (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Rem Dog for the Boston Red Sox, and uh, I always love his commentary. I like consistency, and uh, if you find a good play-by-play, you should just follow that team because that play-by-play guy will be. Uh, will be worth it. You know, the color commentary, the analyst team, it'll make watching baseball worth it. Uh, what else is going on in the MLB package? You get, um, oh, you get a bridge games too, which is awesome. If you get, if you don't get a chance to watch a condensed game, you go, oh, it's the freaking Red Sox and I don't know, the Twins or interleague play. And you're just not, you're like, it's better than highlights, right? Highlights is a minute. You see a couple hits, whatever. But condensed is like all of the critical things that made the game worth watching. You get all in like 15 minutes. And on top of that, no commentary. So it doesn't matter. You just get the plays. Um, I'm a fan of that. So if you're a T-Mobile fan, make sure you are on the lookout for uh, how you get that for free. I think it's in the Tuesday app. Uh, If not... Spend the 150 bucks. The great thing about baseball is baseball has all of the analogies of life. Everything that's worth talking about, all the philosophical 
uh, quandaries and conundrums that you find in life. Baseball can solve through a metaphor or analogy. I don't know which one is which. Uh, I don't know either one, to be honest. I, but anyways, baseball has the, is the analogy for life, and um, it's a great pastime. And people go, oh, baseball's boring, right, because you don't know what you're watching. Anything is boring if you don't know what you're watching. People say boxing's boring. Two grown men trained to punch each other in the face are punching each other in the face, and people find that boring. Uh, baseball's boring until you get into it. Baseball's not dying. I don't know who's watching it. I know I am. But Mike Trout just signed a 12-year, $430 million contract with, uh, with the Angels. $430 million over 12 years. 12 years from now, it's 2019. It's going to be 2031. I'm going to be fucking 50 years old by then. I don't know. Does that math work? 38, 2, 40, 50. I'll be 50 years old by then. Um, watching baseball. The great thing about baseball is there is 162 games per team. There's like, uh, they play 100 and, uh, what is it? 162 games over 181 days. There is not a single day without baseball for three months, 96 months for six Six months. Wow, Lloyd, your math is garbage. I know. There's 162 games played in 180 days. There's like a thousand some odd games a year. There's six months without without a single day without baseball. That's what I'm trying to say. Something like that. Don't 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 look those things. Don't look those numbers up. Um, but it's uh, you can watch baseball every day for six months. Freaking phenomenal. It starts this month, later on this month, I think end of March, and it goes World Series is middle of October. Right? End of November, uh, end of October, something like that. It's America's sport, bro. Like 16, like football, 16 weeks. You play 16 games in 16 weeks. Basketball, 82 games in four months, something like that. Hockey, 82 games. Baseball, 162 games. Um, yeah, that's that's a real sport, bro. And on top of that, on top of that, going to a game, there's nothing else like it. You go to the game, have a hot dog and a beer, and uh, enjoy being outside. And um, I don't know, I just enjoy it. So that's what's important. Uh, I got to watch the UFC fights. Actually, I'm lying. I didn't get to watch the UFC fight. I watched the highlights. And what's funny about this is never take my advice on anything about sports analysts or boxing or MMA. I'll tell you what I think, but I'm rarely ever right. Um, I might have points, but that doesn't actually make me right. Uh, Me and my buddy, we were just talking about uh, the Superman punch. And uh, my buddy, uh, he rolls jujitsu. He's a physical therapist. Uh, he, um, big UFC fan, big boxing fan. Uh, he, he trained boxing, all of that, right? He, uh, me and him were having this conversation. Uh, shout out to my homie. Um, we just having a conversation last UFC fight when we were at his house and he was talking about, uh, yeah, the Superman punch, which if you're not familiar, it's like a jumping punch, um, 
I, I don't really know how to explain it. It's a jumping, lunging punch that comes f- like your front foot, which is normally not your foot that you gain power off of. You usually push off with your back foot, but your left foot, or sorry, your front foot becomes your back foot at, as you jump, right? So you're pushing off your front foot. I don't know. Uh, but just think of basically a running and jumping and punching. Think of that. You run, you jump, and you punch. Whatever that looks like in your head, that's basically the Superman punch. Uh, he, and we were just having a conversation about how that's not really effective. Uh, that's not really like it's how you clear space. It's like how you get into the middle um, quickly and then you could set it up off that. It's really just kind of like a, a punch that gets you in position to set other things up. And uh, it rarely ever lands, and it's really, rarely ever effective, and it's more of just uh, an accessory to a combo, right? Um, you build off of it. And then we're watching UFC Fight Night Nashville. Uh, the main event was uh, Pettis versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, and Pettis... Superman punch, knocks him out cold. So not only did I say, hey, it's rarely ever effective. Hey, uh, it's just like it's not really a knockout punch. It it rarely lands. Um, Anthony Pettis uh, shows me up like crazy, right? He was taking damage. He's on his fence. His uh, back was on the fence. And then next thing you know, uh, run, jump, (laughs) like a running jump punch, Superman punch, knocks Wonder Boy Thompson out cold. Now, if you don't watch any of USC, I get it. It's fine. No big deal. Um, I'm going to tell you, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is uh, a guy that rarely gets hit. He's very hard to hit. He's slippery. He's got a very uh, strange in-out, hard-to-hit style. So uh, when I said, hey, uh, people rarely land it. It's rarely effective. Um Anthony Pettis proved me wrong on like all sorts of fronts. So uh, if you did not get a chance to watch it, it was on ESPN, UFC on ESPN Plus, which is a new thing. And I'm not telling you that I watch illegal streams. I'm just saying I was told that it's very difficult to illegally stream it now, uh, almost impossible. Um, and that's not why I didn't watch it. Okay, people, I was busy. I was doing shit. I was out there doing comedy, entertaining people. Uh, I'm just hearing that from, uh, from all of my counterparts on Reddit. <laughs> Who would ever know, right? Uh, what else is going on? Baseball back. Oh, Gronkowski. Steve, uh, Rob Gronkowski, one of the most prolific uh, tight ends in football history. One of them. Everyone's going to say, oh, what about Antonio Gates? What about uh, um, not Aaron Hernandez, uh, the other guy, Tony Gonzalez? See how I'd get those mixed up? (laughs) Bad, bad, bad reference, Lloyd. Okay, so, you know, people are always like, well, you know, he wasn't as good as Antonio Gates. He wasn't as good as Tony Gonzalez. But I'll tell you that what he did in nine years, he won three rings with Tom Brady, one of the most... Uh, feared blockers and feared uh, wide receiver tight receiving tight ends. He uh, he retired. His body was failing him. Um, we we witnessed greatness within greatness within greatness. Now you go. What do you mean, Loy? We witnessed uh, Belichick era, which his coaching has uh, been one of the greatest. It's it's never been duplicated. 
It probably never will be. He just has, he's just a mastermind, one of the greatest. So we witness greatness. And within that greatness, Tom Brady. Uh, we are still witnessing greatness with Tom Brady. Uh, pick 199 in the draft. No namer from Michigan. Uh, one of the most uh, greatest quarterbacks in the history of ever. Uh, we get to witness that. And then within that, within his era, he gets, uh, we get to watch Rob Gronkowski, one of the greatest tight ends. Back when tight ends weren't really receivers, they drafted him and it was kind of like, oh, you know, tight ends, they were kind of the last resort. They were kind of like blockers, uh, but they last resort. They were kind of an afterthought. And someone's going to correct me. Well, not true, bro. For the most part, it, it is. And uh, we saw him get drafted right before uh, Anthony Hernandez, or sorry, Aaron Hernandez, excuse me, who I think together could have been uh, the scariest duo. They were for the time, the scariest duo tight ends ever when people really weren't getting too wide receiving uh, or receiving tight ends. We witness greatness within greatness within greatness. Uh, so shout out to him. He deserves it. Uh, I hope he is uh, physically gets better for the rest of his life. He's young. He's like 30. He's eight years younger than me. And he's worth millions. Uh, that's what goes to show is what you need in life is dedication, commitment, and direction. Once you get direction, you got to be committed to it. And then you just dedicate yourself to it. And you can be great. Um, I've dedicated myself to comedy. And... Um, I, this is the first thing that I've really dedicated myself to. As you can tell, my podcast, it's spotty. It's Monday, but just not every Monday when it should be. I'm spotty. I get it. I get it. I get it, bro. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to be more dedicated and, and more focused on these things as, uh, as time goes by. But it definitely shows that you can be, um, you can be great with hard work and dedication. That's what that shows. Uh, what else? Uh, so shout out to Rob Gronkowski. Shout out to the baseball season starting UFC, ESPN, Lent. Um, I think that's all I really got. Uh, I'm really just trying to get my uh, – trying to be harder working than what I've currently been. And I'm trying to get myself to the next level of this comedy game. And that requires a lot of things that have nothing to do with comedy. Um, I enjoy this podcast. I just wish – uh, you know, there's something in your brain. There's something in my brain that goes, hey, uh, you're not good enough. Everything you do is not good enough. And um, sometimes that voice wins. You know, sometimes that voice goes, hey, bro, you didn't do shit this week. You got nothing to talk about. Don't do it. And sometimes I go, ah, I'll do it at noon. Ah, I'll do it after lunch. Ah, I'll do it before dinner. Ah, I'll do it after dinner. It's Tuesday. Maybe I should have done it. Maybe I should do it. That's already Tuesday, bro. Don't bother. Wednesday comes. Thursday comes. Like, bro, don't bother. You have to do it on Monday. And the voice wins. What I'm telling you is we are always full of doubt. There's there's doubt around the corner. Um, I didn't really grow up with a strong father to figure. And I don't blame that. I'm just saying that that is uh, nobody just told me, go, hey, go, go, go fucking do it. It doesn't matter. And I heard this quote, Brian Callen said it on the Joe Rogan podcast, which I'm a huge fan of. Shout out to the great JRE podcast. Shout out to Brian Callen. Um, he read this quote from like a dancer. Um, 
like a modern day dancer. Uh, I can't really quote it because I was not prepared to talk about it. Uh, but it basically says it's not up to you to judge the art. It's it's up to you to make it. Make it, put it out there. It's not uh, yours to put value. If you don't do it, no one else will. Uh, whatever your art is, it will be silenced if you silence it and forever be lost. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was a phenomenal quote. I'll have to put it up somewhere um, or I'll look it up for the next one. But it, it resonated with me because I always go, hey, uh, the people that dedicate 30 minutes a day, uh, 30 minutes a week to this podcast, the the people who dedicate 30 minutes a week to this podcast, um, they enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. It's not for me to go, oh, you're not going to enjoy it. Don't let me do it. I'm not going to do it. Don't force me to do it. Um, it's not for me to judge. Do it. Put it out there and um, let everyone decide on their own. Is it worth the 30 minutes? I hope so. If there's ways that you'd prefer that I do better, you let me know. Um, but in the in the coming in the coming future, I'm trying to put more stuff together, trying to put uh, it better for you to for these things. I don't know. I just I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying all the avenues. All of these avenues are free. I have the resources. Let's get it done. And um, that's if you're like, hey, where's Loy? Why hasn't he put one up yet? It's the voice one. Shoot me a text. Shoot me uh, a DM. Slide in my. And tell me, hey, hey, Loy, it's Wednesday. I know. Put it up. Don't be a dick. Put it up. I need that. And, you know, I need that in my life. So, um, I, you know, shout out to you guys for uh, being part of this uh, little secret society called the Loyminati. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I, I do this for you. I create these things for you. And... Um, it's really what's going on in my head. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, please rate this, you know, one star, five stars, wherever you found this, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, but that's not what I wanted to say. Wherever you found this uh, podcast, uh, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you found it, rate it one star, five stars, leave a comment. I really, really do appreciate it. I do read them. Um, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Lloyd Lee Comedy. If you guys feel like you guys can contribute by asking questions, if you guys want, um, like, what would a comedian do? Go ahead and shoot me an email, LloydLeeComedy at gmail.com. Um, L-O-Y-L-E-E Comedy. Uh, that's how you spell my name. But uh, I really do appreciate you guys, and um, I'm, I'm trying to work out all of my insecurities little by little, and uh, I need your help. So thank you very much. Uh, follow me, find me, uh, let me know, and you'll fuck with me, people. You know, shoot me, shoot me an email. Tell me, tell me about how your day is. Tell me about what you think um, on a topic, and maybe we'll have a conversation. Who knows? All right, guys. Uh, oh, also, if you're in the DC area, second week of April, I will be um, at the DC Comedy Festival, which is put on by Broken Diamond Comedy and a bunch of the great promoters and show producers in the dc area so i'll be doing a couple shows there hosting one of the shows um you could definitely find all that information out uh, on my instagram is there something else shout out to this creaky chair shout out to 300 yards of paracord um 
shout out to uh, shout out to everybody. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Go watch Christopher Robin. Okay, bye.